a lot of people don't understand that. Like it's the person that needs to be fixed and the person that needs to be disciplined in order to actually, you know, have a good dog. So what's what's clear about 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 your life now with your dogs? What's clear? Like remember I mean, when I said beautiful structure, clean or mm -hmm. clear? Clear. What's clear? Clear is they need proper, calm, confident guidance. Um, and that's what, you know, I'm going to give them like in the mornings, it was about me. I would like to, and I played my video games yeah. uh, before I started streaming. I had like, this little routine where I knew that I could have exercise my dogs, play with my dogs, um, after exercise, um, you know, and just actually giving them structure. Um, it's kind of been a free for all for the last uh, right. six years. So what's clear is that they need way more structured guidance, exercise, um, calm, just just calm surrender. We need to get them to calm surrender, you know, around a hundred different things in the house. Right. You know, the door, people coming over, food, food especially is something that I think will, you know, just baby steps. Sorry, I'm yes. time. I, I have that path in my head already. Yes. So it's you just see about it. talk. It, 100%. It's just about strategizing with Jess when we have a moment and, and just being on the exact same page. Life is definitely simple. We make it complicated. So my goal in life right now is to make sure that I share my wisdom to the next generation. Today on Better Human, Better Planet, we welcome a person who's often regarded as the world's greatest gamer. His name is Tyler Ninja Blevins. He joined us at the ranch because he needed help with his dogs, but he also talks about his professional career and how we can all learn about the streamer journey. Well, thank you, both of you, for coming. Absolutely. Uh, I know you needed my help. Desperately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think so far about the ranch? What, what, what was your first impression? That's what I'm always... Dude, I mean, my first impression was, uh, I loved how, obviously, open and, and big it was, but, like, again, the, the way you guys introduced like more animals, like to the experience for me, like that was, and that's the coolest part about, about my personal and like favorite experience is definitely that I think just how big the pack is. And, um, so yeah, first impression, just kind of what I expected it to be. Like, oh, really? I mean, yeah, I, I, I heard that it was going to be, you know, lots of animals, super open, uh, and it did not disappoint. I mean, it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. you I love it. Do you feel, um, um, the goal that I was trying to achieve, which is for people to feel safe, peaceful, to feel the love. Yeah, I've never felt more peaceful now than I, you know, than ever. I think just like seeing our dogs off leash, running around with the pack. I mean, even when we, um, after some of our exercises, when we went and just had to go to the bathroom and the fact that all three of our dogs like followed us off leash, like that moment was very like freeing for me. <laughs> like, I can't believe this is actually happening. You know, they like one of my worries was at home if, you know, they ever got off leash or anything like that. Like, would they even follow us? Like, where would they go and wow. like to like experience that and have them actually like follow us around? Like, you know, it, it's very rewarding as an owner. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, first time I, I, I grew up, um, my video games that were Pac-Man, you Love know it. what I mean? And also the uh, frog. Uh, uh, I think it's just Frogger. Yeah. When he's jumping across yeah. the, the street or the road. And, and the other one, it was like a ping pong thing that you move. Pong. That, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but then I have two kids, you know, Calvin yeah. and Andre. And uh, Calvin at one point was playing uh, a thing called Minecraft. Yeah. Right? And 
and when he wanted when he was playing that uh that's when i purchased the ranch and i said i'm going to show you a real minecraft did you, you, get, you get, <laughs> i mean did, uh, what you built is i don't know it's 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 the most beautiful thing i've ever seen personally right. and it's one thing that i think you know i've gotten more spiritually uh spiritual lately and i think that you know i'm trying to let go of my ego and and i think like that's kind of, like that kind of forces you to do that here yeah i mean you have and I, I love how literal the ranch like the ranch is and i love it like you know you have this to symbolize like just something like exactly what it is right yeah you know, the, the march of the penguins is I'm like it's very literal it's there to remind you your um was it the birdhouses with your um, my, my dad your dad right but yeah. like i love that it's not it's not like something hidden it's like it's like i want to you know something here to think of my dad so boom that's right. you built it like the, the definition of Minecraft. I love yeah. you building whatever you want, wherever you want. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Right. I saw my kid playing that every day. And he saw me building this thing every day. Right. Every single day. And, and my, my goal was to build a place where dog people can come and reconnect mm -hmm. to their natural, simple, profound way of being. Because I knew that, that what america needed is the place where they can learn yeah. how to be with mother nature i mean we're just filled with distractions everywhere in our life i mean i've only checked my phone one time since we've been here and that was jess and i were you know walking to the bathroom and she's like i don't even know what time it is and i was like well, let me check um and five hours have gone by already it's <laughs> like no I, I i totally get that and i love it how um, did you start it with you um uh, gaming gaming and streaming yes so that requires the same thing. Oh, Focus, strategy. Yeah, man. I mean, for me, I think it was more competitiveness um, because I was playing with my, my brothers uh, and my dad, who uh, they introduced it to me when I was obviously I was like, no way, your dad old, did but, that? Too? Oh, yeah. He brought. So here's the story. My mom told us like five years ago, by the way. So I'm 31 now. So I learned this story, I think, when I was like 26, 27. Um, my, my dad would actually like sneak out of bed and play video games when, when we when we were born. Your dad? Yeah, yeah. Like, because, you know, my mom wanted to go to bed and my dad wanted a game. So he would, like, go out and he would, like, you know, game into the middle of the night. And how old is your dad? Uh, now he's, like, 60. So Your dad was already a No, no, no. At, the t at that time, I think he was my age, like, 30, right, right. That's 29. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was young. But, you know, we were still, we were born and eventually we just found the games and then we ended up getting better than him. So your dad introduced <laughs> yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think he meant to. You know what I mean? It was like they were in the house. And then we started playing. And then they set up boundaries and limitations, which was we had to go play outside uh, for X amount of time before we could. I mean, come on, right? You can't make this stuff up. You see, um, it was actually one of my favorite things that my mom did now being older, looking back. And what a lot of people ask me, you know, what do I do if my kid wants to play video games all day? I'm like, yeah. just give him a reward, give him something like, what does he have to do? Oh, uh, finish all of his homework. That's an extra hour. Do chores around the house. That's an extra hour. So that's what my mom did with me. We had to play outside. We played outside for like two hours. I got two hours to play. So I'd wake up every morning. I'd go outside with my friends for four hours and then play video games. All so weekend. nature before. Yeah. That's great. Practically what you're learning, right? Literally so what I'm learning Follow, here. play, explore. Yeah, absolutely. So making sense now, the whole I mean, yeah, uh, strategy or formula that I put together. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why I felt that I needed to have a formula is because I was so conscious about my English. So I didn't want people to not be clear when they left my consultation right so, i mean yeah it's it is it is simple so i created a one two three maximum five right like the five body motions mm -hmm. the four worlds you know but most of the time i can explain uh what i do with a dog connection communication relationship mm -hmm. trust respect love 
and one, two, three. Boom. And it was all because I was insecure of English as my second language. So I just want to make sure that when that I I, I didn't take uh, time away from you, but you didn't feel that your life got a little better yeah. or you understood what you needed to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even, even you know, Jess has already repeated it several times while we were here and it's going to be, I'm, I'm just, it's simple to understand, you know, uh, and that love and affection being the last thing is something that we're going to have to focus on the most, right? Because we've been, it's all we've been giving them. Uh, but again the the confidence i already feel so much more confident you know in my head i'm already strategizing you know when we get home what we're going to do with them to to help them just be better because when you play the game you have to strategize yeah absolutely yeah competitively right i play i've I've competed in tournaments and stuff like that so yeah that was one of the things that i I love doing for my team was i would come up with shot i would shot call come up with like strategies um and you know to, to break certain setups and things like that in different games so same same thing same thing and then following through right follow through that's right so most of the things that i teach people have done it and things that they already master right they just stop applying that same concept over here just to our dogs right because so be competitive that means you're going you want the the front of the pack position Mm -hmm. like that's that's how you get the front of the pack you're the best because you're in the front of the pack yeah right and you come from the bottom you go in the middle and then you go in the front so Back of the pack, middle of the pack, front of the pack. For whatever reason, people do not take that concept into dogs. human dog. <laughs> and then the dog goes in the front of the pack. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it's so, I mean, it's just so true. I don't know how many times I've, you know, we, we see it. And like when it comes to, when it comes to dogs, for some reason, it's just, you know, like if, uh, I don't know if you've seen John Wick. Uh, first, uh, I first, love John Wick. Love John Wick. First, first movie dog dies i mean but like instantly it's to get you like emotionally connected because who on her who would kill a dog off in a movie like you know it's unheard of but they did it right away because they knew that it would like do your focus you're paying attention i mean she almost left the movie theater um <laughs> because you know because they they kill off the dog um but yeah i mean it, it, they're they're where humans are so attached to at least americans are incredibly attached to our dogs and i love our dogs but I mean, I've, you know, I've heard you say it and showing them nothing but love is not, it's not love because they need structure. Yeah. And structure is love and, you know, yeah. exercise it's is love. love. That's right. Um, for them. And at the end of the day, we're just abusing them like, essentially by, mm-hmm. by not, you know, working them out. And if we're overfeeding them and if we're not giving them structure, it's, it's, you know, it's not physical abuse, but it's a form of psycho- psychological. So, that's right. Because all kids need exercise. Yeah. Right. So, uh, like you say, you know, before they play video games, that's 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 a, that's a good. I mean, you made it a profession. Yeah. And 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 can people um, turn this game or this play behavior into a profession? Yes. Yeah. But I, your mom did it right. Mm-hmm. Right. Go outside, play with nature, play with your friends, socialize, be a human being mm-hmm. before you come into this invention that is. I mean, I honestly think Entertaining. that all of that, my parents' structure is what set me up to be like the streamer that I am and the gamer that I am, you know, because of the position. I mean, you know, there's about this power and the, and when you have that without um, discipline, right, you get the, you get those like the, you know, the people who will try to abuse it. Um, I think my mom and my dad and just the way they brought me up and, and, you know, raised me was what made me obviously just be a good person. That's right. And, and and not you know not abuse that power. I guess that's is what right. I'm trying to say that is correct. 
the 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 show you know the, the name of the of the podcast is better human better planet and mm-hmm. it all comes from from home yeah right? it has nothing to do. i grew up a low-income family you know we call it poverty in mexico uh but the rules the boundaries the limitations right the uh the the trust respect love the honesty that you love everything was given to me you know so how do you say to somebody not abuse power money fame and power because i achieved it yeah you achieved absolutely it, right but if you were if you're beginning it's, it's a little bit confused or chaotic or disconnected those are the kids that eventually become in my work as i come from the cartel world uh where i live they become the five flight avoidance kids yeah you know versus the kids like me we become calm surrender happy go lucky come confident let's do good in society let's do good in the world uh in my world in my way i went to let's let me go help dogs because they they need help after yeah you're right and then then after i saw that i was helping dogs i saw let me help humans yeah i mean you like there's no such thing as a bad dog it's nope. such a it's such a i mean it's us we're the ones i mean and it, I know that, you know, I knew that coming here. I was told Jesse, you know, I was like, she's going to tell us like what we're <laughs> like, what we're doing wrong. Like, it's not, you know, it's not the dog doing something wrong because we let them do things. Right. Um, so, no, you're I mean, you're absolutely right. And I think uh, a lot of people don't understand that. Like, it's the person that needs to be fixed and the person that needs to be disciplined in order to actually, you know, have a good dog. So what's what's clear about 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 your life now with your dogs? What's clear like? I mean, when I say beautiful structure, clean or mm-hmm. clear, clear, what's clear, clear is they need proper, calm, confident guidance. Um, and that's what, you know, I'm going to give them like in the mornings, it was about me. I would like to, and I play my video games yeah. uh, before I started streaming. I had this little routine where I knew that I could have exercised my dogs, play with my dogs, um, after exercise, um, you know, and just actually giving them structure. Um, it's kind of been a free for all for the last, uh, right six years so what's clear is that they need way more structured guidance exercise um calm just just calm surrender we need to get them to calm surrender you know around 100 different things in the house right you know the door people coming over food food especially is something that i think will you know just baby steps starting with yes I, i have that path in my head already yes so it's you just see about it. talk it, yeah 100 it's just about strategizing with jess when we have a moment and, and just being on the exact same page. When we did the exercise of the food, what do you what do you like about that? Um, that was the first exercise we did. Yes, it was one of my. First off, it was one of my favorite because it didn't take them too long to kind of just relax, and I thought it was very peaceful. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's it's about for me, I liked about just that it was simple. You weren't struggling at all. You put the food down. A couple came up, and you know, you just just created that area around the food and stopped them from, you know, saying you'll eat when we tell you. And that form of structure is great, right? It, it mm-hmm. is what's going to cause calm surrender. Yeah. Um, and then to see it happen was the coolest thing to see them kind of just relax and like, okay, I'll wait until right. he tells me I can eat. And that alone eliminates fights. Yes. And that's, you know, one of the reasons we came here is our new one um, gets in that mode of un, you know not confident. Right. very self-conscious and he doesn't know how to react so he'll yeah he does that um with our our main boy chance so now though i mean again i'm super confident that once like because no one's going to react like that in a calm state in a calm confidence impossible state, so. to fight right with humans if we're calm surrender to each other right 
You see the same I mean? thing. Like we're not going to just blow up and start fighting one another. Yeah, it's the start from that. We got to go. We got to amp all the way up to get there. So it's like, you know, we have to bring it like that again with the food. I'm very confident that I mean, it's one of the first things that I want to do when I get home is just get out the food, sit down and just just create a little, you know, a little barrier with it. Space. Yep. Your intimate space. So it's for it's for um, uh, um, proximities, mm -hmm. your intimate space, your personal zone, social zone, public zone. Right. And, and everybody wants the dog to come back like uh, I want my dog when I call him to come back. But if you don't claim your intimate zone, that dog will never come back because you don't claim your intimate zone. Right. You see it. So so if the dog doesn't see you as the as the one who's going to guide the meeting, the, the walking or the food, which those three are important rituals. Yeah. It's impossible for them to come back when you call them because you don't have that position. Yeah. I mean, literally when I took Claude on the walk the other day and he, and he ran home, like literally just ran all the way home. You know, if imagine if he was a calm, confident dog and we had boundaries for him, et cetera, all those things for the, over the last, you know, two yeah. years we've had him, he would have come to me or he probably wouldn't have even ran away to begin with or right. slipped out of his leash. Um, I'm just astounded he even knew the way home. He had like a GPS in his head, man. It was crazy. He <laughs> took like three different turns and went all the way to the front door and then sat. Wow. But, you know, again, I was chasing him down the road the entire time. Um, so don't want that to happen again. That's right. That's good. Well, we did another exercise. Uh, uh, I told you we were we can put them on the treadmill. And, mm -hmm. uh, it's just uh, treadmills or, or we can do the pool too. Um, it's, it's just so people can have an upper hand because your dogs do want to run a little bit more so they don't really want to walk too slow but you can put a dog in the treadmill yeah and uh and somebody said he's gonna shut down mm. right which right. neither shut down yeah none of them what, what was the experience of the treadmill for you with the guys i mean first thing i'm gonna do when we get back you know is find a good treadmill for them with the bars i think it was great um but my experience was you know, I, I mean, I think that both Jess and I wanted to intervene in certain moments because we thought, you know, not necessarily give up, but we thought that they weren't, you know, going to get it. And like, that's not good energy to have also because we're just harming them. Um, but, you know, I was getting a little worried when their butts were getting too close to the back. But I mean, they learned very quickly by themselves that like, oh, I need to keep walking. I need to, you know, and they were again, they were calm. Then we added a third dog or a fourth dog. We had a Navi, our third, and then we added a, another random dog and they were just walking. And it was like, dude, it, it made me just see that. You know, if they can do this, they can do anything. I think that would because in no in no world did we think that there would be three of them walking on a treadmill next to another dog that they didn't know and not be freaking out because they were, you know, it's like, oh, I need to keep walking. Right. To, to get them to focus on the mission of what, of what they, you know, they actually need to do. Um, it takes over, you know, their reactions and right. what's going on around them. And I, I love that. What areas of your life you already practice calm confidence? Me? Yeah. Um, without the dogs. Without the dogs, yeah. I mean... So you say, I'm calm confident on this. Dude, I'm calm. I got this. I'm calm confident right now, I think, in the gym. Uh, I think I know what I'm doing there. I got like a, a, a good buddy that I'm texting who like helps me just, you know, set up little workouts and stuff like that. So I feel like I'm you know, calm confident. Yeah. Uh, streaming, video games, gaming, calm confident. I know all that stuff. Uh, driving. I mean... I, I like to think of myself as a very good driver. Um, do you plant? Do you do? I, I do not plant. Uh, Jess does though. She she's made some beautiful tomatoes that we've actually had in some of our salads. That takes kind of confidence. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's got that down for sure. She's. I mean, I love it. I love. I walk by. I, you know, when I'm streaming, I will look outside and she's just out there, like you know, picking her flowers and yeah. um, you know, messing with our garden. Yeah. So that's calm confidence. Love that. Um, I 
thought I was calm, confident taking the dogs for walks, but you know, for like a moment and then. What did you find out? What did you find out? I mean, it just wasn't, uh, we're, you know, obviously doing something wrong when, you know, cloud is pulling on the leash, trying to go home and I'm like a house down, uh, Navi's just sounds like she's having a panic attack halfway through the walk. Um, you know, when, when someone is even remotely approaching her, um, and then, you know, you said one thing that I'm going to, I'm hundred percent going to try to do when we take them on a walk, um, is, is pick up the pace a little bit and try to get her to like snap out of it. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I need to start jogging now because. Mm -hmm. You know they're focusing too much on the floor absolutely on absolutely and and then i mean we don't have any rollerblades but and i don't think we will have to do that because i am confident and excited to to get them on the treadmill and to get that energy out before going on the walk that's right um you can use skateboard yeah i don't know how to skateboard oh, no i have to learn i'd have to learn but i did roll about a little bit all the time i played uh street hockey and uh when i was little with all my friends right. that was one of the exercises that you know it's like we i would just call up the boys and just be like hey guys want to you know play field hockey yeah because i'm trying to play some video games and in order to do that i need to be outside for four hours so right <laughs> right. right yeah now i because i have you know the people they 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 follow me they um can you tell them what you do for a living yeah i just so i used to compete and travel across the country uh in video games and tournaments for money and now I just stream video games to, you know, tens what does that of thousands mean for people like me. So like, um, so I, I play video games and people watch essentially. So like kind of how you can go on TV and turn on, you know, CNN or Fox yeah. News or, you know, HBO, whatever. Yeah, you can go online and go on a website and, and watch me, you know, live play video games and interact with like my audience, which is actually one thing I think that streaming has over every form of live entertainment um, is, is they don't have that direct connection with the viewer and, and the audience at home. Um, because most stuff isn't even live. It's all pre-recorded right. um, to an extent, right? Some of the stuff is recorded day of. I mean, my live streams there are live. I am there, I'm live, it is in the moment. If I sneeze a second later, you're gonna see the sneeze. Like, you know, so I'm interacting live with my audience, uh, you know, and they're watching me play the video game that I'm playing. Um, and you yeah. have like a mini things or like a big screen? Or so I got, I got one monitor that I game on. I got another monitor to my right where I can like, you know, read the chats. I can read people messaging me. Um, and then another, usually another monitor where I can like read like notifications. So if people were to uh, to ask questions, like donate, send messages, um, subscribe to the stream and things like that, which is another, you know, thing that you want to do as a streamer, like give, you want to, you know, verbally like, you know, welcome people in. And if somebody, you know, you know, donates and, and asks a question, you want to, you know, Usually you read their username and you're like, yo, so-and-so, thank you so much for the, you know, for the support, you know, you asked and they'll, you know, you read their question out and then you answer. Like I give a lot of like life advice now. Um, you know, I feel like I'm much more mature than I was when I first started off streaming. <laughs> I mean, my streams earlier were rough, dude. Um, uh, but I, I, I feel like I offer a lot more life advice now. Um, you know, they ask you for life advice. Yeah, some, some do, you know, and there's, and I know when I'm out of my element, because uh, if I don't know something, and I'll just be like, hey, man, like, I'm not the person to ask for this, but I have a lot of relationship advice. I mean, my, Jess and I, my wife and I have been through, we've both been through different types of relationships in our entire life. So I feel like I have, you know, I offer the experience. And Wisdom. Yeah. You know, and again, there's obviously, you know, I, I never say it's, you know, the right thing 100% or exactly what you should do. Um, I've been very good at just kind of being like, hey, listen, this is my advice. You don't have to take it. It also might not work. But I think the majority of the world, you know, is, is, um, they don't do a lot of their own research. They'll like see one thing and they'll believe it. And I encourage them, you know, I encourage my audience to like, mm. listen, dude, you guys hear one side of the story. You guys see one tweet, one drama, one side of this, like there's five other sides. 
Mm-hmm. And before you make your, you know, before you react to it and retweet it and favorite it and like, you know, adapt adapt that as like 100% truth, like go out and do a little bit more research. So they, they seek for your wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, some do. Um, and for some, it's just a complete form of entertainment. You know, right. a lot of people ask me, what do I need to do to start streaming? Um, and the easiest thing I say is like, listen, if you're better at someone than something, like you should do, like you should stream that. Um, because right then and there, that's, that's a form of entertainment, right? Like basketball at a high level, there's a reason that the NBA and all those, you know, in the NFL that, that they have millions of people that watch every time those shows go on or those, you know, those games go on is because you you're sitting here, someone who doesn't play basketball, maybe, right? Cause that's another thing people say, why don't you, why do you watch someone play video games? It's like, well, because this guy's better than me. All right. Like I can't do this. So I want to watch it. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing with, you know, uh, NBA basketball, things like that, or, you know, NFL, it's like. So you can you can use the exact same psychology there. You're like, well, why do you watch them play football? Why don't you go outside and play football? It's like, oh, because this person is ten times better than I ever will be and can compete at a level that is so high that it's entertaining to watch. So I'm going to watch it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I use examples for people. I'm like, dude, are you good at? Are you, I always come back to knitting because I think it's just something that's so funny and not a lot of people <laughs> not a lot of people knit. Um, but nowadays I, they don't. Right, but I use that extreme to kind of like be like, dude, if you if I'm if I'm really good at knitting. And that might get me an audience. Dude, it's the internet, man. Like any, everyone who's anyone who likes to knit, if you, you know, av- you know, are really good at it and you advertise yourself well, like they'll find that content. So if you're good at anything, if you're better than someone at anything, like start there. I mean, like if you live stream your, you know, some of your dog sessions, I mean, it'd be crazy. That, that, that would be a piece of advice I would offer you, which if you already don't do it. Please but give me the piece of advice. I would advice. say, I would say dude, it. every, maybe once a week, once a month, learn. do a, a Caesar live stream where you you have like a dog that's you know you just like a, a this dog is fearful of this and we're gonna do easy steps we're gonna rehabilitate him yeah for an hour and just like not even thirty minutes it can be it can be so small but like that's a perfect example you're like the dog whisperer I would recommend to somebody who unless say there's someone who isn't a dog whisperer but like you but they are very they they think that they're very good with dogs and maybe they are they're incredible with them my advice to them would be to to do the exact same thing I'd be like dude start making content around you know helping people with their dogs because millions, millions of people have dogs. So that's, that's a no brainer. Yeah. It's a no brainer. Even if you don't have a dog, you still have to know how to be around dogs. Absolutely. Your neighbor has a dog or somebody in the neighborhood has a dog. Right. So knowing about learning about dogs is not because you have a dog It's because you live in a world where dogs live in. Right. They're part of this planet, they're part of the society. Yeah. You know, so it's important for people to understand no touch, no dog, no eye contact. Uh, don't invade their intimate space, you know? Yeah, um, I actually recently, yeah, I've seen some, I don't know, you just see some like horror clips of people that just don't take hints from dogs that are just like clearly uncomfortable and you're going to get like, you're going to get bit. And it's like, you know, they give you like the, you know, the cower away, the head down, the eyes down. And it's like, and you're still like, oh, come here, buddy. It's like, what do you think going to happen? What do you expect them to do? There. Uh, there's signals there. You got to look for them. Um, yeah. And yeah, definitely people even learn that. Yeah. I mean, all my friends have dogs, dude. You know, when you say that um, that uh, people need to do a research, yeah. like you said that part, yeah. um, um, for me, people need to take responsibility. Yeah. Right? To be responsible first of yourself, then of, of a pack, and, 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 and not to blame anybody else without taking 100% responsibility. How can you might be contributing, yeah. you know, to what is happening? Because right? there's... Um, when I come into the situation, a lot of times uh, the, uh, there is a fight between the husband and the wife. 
And say, oh, he's not doing this. Yeah. She's not doing this. So it's what, what they're using. They're using the concept of uh, uh, making the other one responsible. Right. So uh, for me, uh, uh, it's, it's not so much on this on the research part, but it's the responsibility part. Like, how do you how do you make I mean, sure that you contribute being 100 percent responsible? Because it's easy to make others responsible and no, absolutely. you are not no part of it. I mean, absolutely. And that's I mean, yeah, the majority of them, of people, I feel like communication is the hard. I feel like it's becoming harder too. Um, you know, it, it's communication is everything. Um, I mean, even with, with my wife and I, there's times where it's like, you know, I'll tell her how I feel about something and sometimes she'll get like mad. And I'm like, well, how this isn't fair that like you, you can't be upset that I feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. Right. And then and, and vice versa. Sometimes like you have to just be like you kind of have to like step back and just be like, OK. And just kind of, you know, you truly you can examine everything if you especially if you're in a calm, calm state. Um, <laughs> seriously, I'm. And to get there, I'll, I, I, one of the, one of the things that I am never going to forget, and you said it several times here is like the zero to five and like the five to 10. Yeah. I love, I love that because I'm noticing so much more when my dogs are zero to five. And I know when like, I, I, I know it, I know it. Cause you're right. Cloud just sitting there going woo, woo, like that's him. He's just, yeah, he's zero to five. He's calm. But if he, if he stays there at the top and then we introduce him to do other things like that's that's where he'll go from like five to 10. So, oh man. Stay away from fight flight avoidance. Bring into your life, come surrender, happy go lucky, come confident. Yeah. Learn how to use those three because when we're in a fight flight avoidance, it's our animal is telling us we don't like the energy, the philosophy, the action of the other person or ours. Mm -hmm. So at that time, that's when we have to like reset, breathe, give me time, go back into come surrender, and then come back and do it again. Yep. Right? So, that that's actually uh, one of the most important things that is so. No one, no one has actually said zero to five, five to ten. Yeah, first, let's go. Yeah, no one has actually said how important that is because that's when you zero to five, ignore it. You're addressing it by ignoring because you're not feeding energy yes. into it. And that's what I'm going to start doing more with. I mean, with all with a lot of their stuff. Like I just like I'm you know just it's nothing. It's just chill. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, what is then, your two? Uh, Biggest problem that you have with your pack? Um, our, I mean, our two biggest problems right. is like energy wise. Energy. I think it's um, doing things when they're not in a calm state of mind. Right. We, we, you know, even if just because they're sitting at the front door before we go on our walk doesn't mean that they're calm, calm. and surrendered at all. Um, it just means, you know, they're sitting and, you know, they know that if the faster they sit, boom, they can jump out okay. and just go. So that's one for sure is like excitement, excitement, sitting, and, and doesn't mean calm. Yeah, it, like it, you have to we have to, I mean, we're gonna have to look for them to relax. Um, and then I think just consistency insecurity. Yeah. So your two main things that you have to work on is they're insecure and excited. Yes. That's it. Yeah. And I I want to get cloud. My goal is going to be to get, you know, when I know we're going to start seeing growth for cloud is like when he stops his nervousness. Like that's one thing I'm going to I'm going to be looking for with him. Yeah. Um, because I mean, yes, I've seen it. it, it you know, wake him up from like a little nap or whatever, and instantly, yeah. and it's like, dude, you know, if he's having that with us, yeah, he's gonna have that with everyone, yeah, and like, and that's just never, you know, and I don't want, I don't want him to look like that, yeah. I mean, look at now, he's, he's literally passing out. Is 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 the video game world going to change more? You think? Because they have this thing, right? This goggle thing. Oh, oh, the VR. I yeah. mean, dude, you're. A, I love that question. You're ahead of your time for even asking it. Um, I think that I think that that's. The, the end game 
probably is 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 VR at a, at a high level. Like right now, like the games, like most VR games are like, you know, they're finicky. They look the graphics aren't great. Um, you're stuck in one spot. Um, and I think that in the future, in the next like five, ten, maybe even fifteen years, um, I think you'll see like like really high level virtual reality games. Um, I just don't think the there just hasn't been a game that has you know come out yet that has been so perfect that it's like propelled the uh, the space. Um, for example, uh, back in the day, Halo came out, uh, one of my favorite video games of all time. It came out on the Xbox, and like and the Xbox was like 200, 300 bucks at the time, and the game was so good. Like the one game, it's what we call it, like a console buyer. Like people would literally buy a $200, $300 console just to play this one game. That game doesn't exist yet for like the virtual reality world where a game is so amazing. It's so great that people are willing to spend, you know, $300 to $400, $500 on like an Oculus headset and uh, in a VR setup. So I think that the, the price point is definitely one of the biggest reasons that it's not here already. Mm. And um, I don't think a company has invested enough money yet to, to you know, make the console buyer, if you will enough money because they do spend a lot of money yeah i mean dude video game industry is a multi-billion dollar you know multi-billion dollar industry um and the mobile games and that, here's another thing though the mobile games on your phone i think it's like i make up like i think they say like 90 to 95 percent of gamers in the world is mobile because you got to think about it besides america all other countries around the world like phones are way more accessible than a whole computer so like so mobile gaming is just massive. But they're not moving, they're moving or what? No, 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 mobile, like like just on a phone. On the phone. Yeah. What kind of game? Like just like like literally games that are, you know, uh, I mean there's Call of Duty mobile. There's this game called PUBG, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Um in Asia, it's like one of the biggest mobile games like ever. Like they make million hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe even billions off that game alone. Um and you know, there's a there will be streamers who are streaming on like, streaming mobile, which the quality is awful, and they'll have like you know 50,000 viewers, sometimes even more. Like it's crazy, like live viewers watching them play a mobile game, because the, forty thousand people, yeah, 50, yeah, yeah. People. I can get like I can get right now after you know eleven years streaming, like right now I can get like twenty five to thirty thousand across all streaming platforms when I'm live, which is massive. But you know, for somebody to be playing a mobile game on their phone and be able to pull you know double, triple what I pull, like that's. I mean, it's ridiculous. Insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So but the gaming space will definitely change. Um, and I do think personally in the next five, 10 years, VR will like be, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of what it is now. Is any games with animals in it? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, one of my wife's favorite games is called Animal Crossing. What are um, doing? It's just, uh, it's like a kind of like a, it's kind of like a Minecraft, if you will, okay. where like you build this island, you work with animals to like, you know, uh, bring this island to life and bring travelers, um, which are animals um, that can speak you know, uh, to your home and to your community. It's actually really cool. It's a really peaceful game. Uh, we played it during COVID back in 2020 um, for like, it was our life, literally for six months. Um, we would wake up and I would wake up. I mean, dude, this is I was probably the only time she would be like awake before me and on a video game. Like 6 a.m. I'd wake up. She's downstairs. She's just sitting on the couch, you know, cleaning up her island and like digging up fossils and stuff. And like, grow. it was, you know, it was a really really cool game beautiful music very relaxing i mean it is one of the least try hard games like ever like there's you know it's almost impossible to be toxic when you play this game it's very relaxing hmm. yeah i i wanna i wanna um, in a way um give your dogs the ultimate ultimate socialization time which is walking with a different species 
Yeah. That's why I have that's why I have different species. Uh, because you know, a dog socializing with another dog, ah, piece of cake. Yeah. But a, so, a dog socializing with different species, yeah, that's what makes them social. <laughs> you see, I'm I mean, down. they have to learn to become surrendered to different species. Yeah. So when people, are, what makes a dog social? Well, that he accept not only his own kind, but, but other. other species. Oh man, I'm ready. You know what I mean? So I want to give them that that gift, so they have uh, an amazing picture, so you can take a picture of them and. Uh, Walking with a pack of different species. I, I'm pretty sure that I've never done it. I mean, oh, they, they absolutely have not. So. He's a good one. He teaches a lot of people. He helps a lot of people. So it's just so the same thing. So if you can walk a cow, you can walk a dog. No, I can't it's walk just a cow. You, you, res <laughs> you respond to the shutdown. As they said, no shutdown. Let's move forward. Right. So no, don't negotiate. Yeah, and that's just what I do. Just have a clear mm -hmm. understanding what you want from your guys to do. And just like... I love that they are associating the the gator with the uh, golf cars. Yep. Don't worry about that part. The chance there you is go. getting ready to. There, it's gonna follow. They're gonna follow. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. If we get far there enough. Look at that. Boom. They're coming. Nice. They're coming. Let's go. I want them to use their natural survival skills of like uh, we can't stay here. We have to follow. Let's just keep a distance. Look at that. Yep, I love that. Look at that. No leash. So yeah, they're going to a follower mode. Yeah. Follow, play, explore. Yeah, I did so not respect love. Did not expect this now. Right? <laughs> I mean, almost right away, just like seeing them stay close and follow and explore, like it was within the first 20 minutes they were doing it. Yes. Yes, yes. Look at that. Looking for for guidance. There you go. <laughs> My girl just she just got hot really fast. She yeah. Does. It's the fur, dude. She's yeah. so soft and so yeah. fluffy. And yeah. a couple pounds, you know. <laughs> yeah. We'll work on that. But now she knows how to use the treadmill. Right? <laughs> right. What's up, dude? <laughs> Sophia brings her bone everywhere. So sweet. Yep. Hopefully our dogs can get back to having them and just like not having the... You can have it. Just put one on a leash or, or the two that you might feel they uncomfortable okay that way yes, sir. Yeah. so I'm gonna ask you um, come here come here the most challenging time in your life at 31 31 right yeah what, what would it be uh, when I detached my retina um, in my right eye and I had to um, stop streaming for a month so like after the surgery I had to like look down be head down so like the gas bubble would push my retina back up after the surgery um, coming back from that and getting back into streaming, my viewers were like, you know, I, I wasn't making enough to, uh, to stream full time anymore. Mm -hmm. So I actually, I went back to college for like a, a couple of years. You like, like the warm of it? Okay. Actually, <laughs> I do, silly. I can feel that. So, Your um, most successful memory at 31 that you feel like, uh, yeah, I, I would say obviously having a wife is beautiful. Besides my wife. Yes. Um, besides my, uh, my wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say uh, one of two, probably I would say Ninja Vegas, um, where I broke my own record after I streamed with Drake uh, and got like 590,000 viewers. Uh, or maybe I think it was like 620 uh, live, which is crazy. And then when we went to did Ninja Vegas, there's a whole tournament in Vegas um, and we broke that record and hit like 660,000 concurrent. And that was like my first time ever like hosting an event as well. Like um, that was probably like, yeah, my proudest moment as a streamer and gamer. Jeez. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, let's go eat. I'm down.
enjoyed the video, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment, and join me on my mission of better humans, better planet.